Hey, it's Lauren. This is an excerpt from the full-length episode. To listen to the entire episode, head to the show notes and follow the link. This episode has been brought to you by the Afterlight Institute. Ignite the light, magic, and miracles within. How would you advise somebody who is um, fresh, potentially dealing with grief and loss, or maybe even not so fresh, but still dealing with it, still not really living their authentic truth, not able to get out of that shadow? How would you, how would you help them or encourage yeah. them? Yeah. It's a couple of different ways I do it. And it so depends on who I'm talking to, because as always, I really let my intuition guide me on that. But when I come from a very generic, um, you know, uh, scenario, I would say, first of all, my heart goes out to you. I really feel for you. I, I want you to know that I see you where you're at right now. I want you to be kind to yourself. That's the biggest thing I want to say to you. Just please be kind to yourself. We are so fast to blame ourselves. Why am I not better? Why am I this? Why am I that? What if? Why did this happen to me? You know, all these questions. I'm like, just be kind to yourself. You don't need to have all the answers. In fact, you don't have to have any of those answers because this is something that can't be answered. Uh, the why did this happen? Um my answer would be because you chose that, but this is really from a very spiritual level and, and I understand that everybody's got a different belief around that. Yeah. But for me to get out of this real pain, there's there's two ways how, how very often start the journey. One is uh, to separate who you have lost from what you have lost. In other words, I want you to get really clear on what are the things that you are missing the most right now. And for me, there were things like um, I needed to find a way to feel safe again because Rob was my knight in shining armor. When he was around, I, I always felt safe. So now I have, in an instant, become the protector of the family. Our boys were 10 and 8. And I stepped into this, and, and I'm coming back to what I said before, you know, it was really male energy, protecting, providing, and and I really neglected my female energy for a while, but I knew that I had to. Mm. I mean, of course, there was the nurturer needed as well, but the protector, the provider, that was really important um, for our survival as well, and then traveling around the world with two boys. So I looked at what do I need? What am I missing the most? What have I lost here? And it was safety. It was just one of many things, but safety was a big one for me. And then when you have that, so just a little disclaimer here. This is not about replacing a person. This is just about what can I do to fill this hole that people often leave behind where you're like, you know, what can I do to do these things? And for me, uh, it meant little things like checking the front and back door before we went to bed to make sure that it was locked. Uh, although we live in such a safe neighborhood, but you know, it helped me feel yeah. safe. In control. I pushed, yeah, yeah, I pushed my bed into one corner because I needed a corner to cradle up in and to just feel cradled in. I didn't want to have that, you know, on either side of the bed. I just, I just felt like I needed a corner to feel safe in. So I pushed my bed into one corner. It was little things like that. So I encourage you to really separate the, the who from what, because with Rob's passing. He didn't take my safety away with him. I just had to become responsible for it, if that makes sense. So yes. it's about taking on responsibility for your own life. 
we so easily give that up to somebody else we so easily let somebody else carry us in particular when you're with a knight in shining armor you know yep i am more than happy for you to carry me but then there comes this time where you need to claim that responsibility back and say okay thank you so much for carrying me for the past 12 and a half years and now it's my time to walk and now it's my time to carry the boys for a while until they can walk you know so there is this really beautiful uh choice again you know what do you what do you do with it mm-hmm. and the other way that i often uh start off with is i call it the color orange and as you can tell for those who can see me which is you carry <laughs> orange is my favorite color and i'm wearing orange today so too color. which so, so funny i today. know i noticed that straight away when you came on i'm like yeah i love it so I call it the color orange because it's my favorite color. And obviously you can replace it with any color that you love. It's not about the particular color orange. It's just because it's my favorite. And I get people when they're in this whole, like they don't even know where to start and they are so deep in their pain that they often don't really know how to even do the smallest or simplest tasks. Um, I get them to focus on their favorite color for one day. So literally when when I play this right now here in my office, I see three orange cushions, an orange squeezy ball. I've got orange flowers here. I've got my wall, uh, feature wall painted in orange. I've got this beautiful orange painting behind me. I've got an orange um, dream catcher and my orange nail polish. You're right. You need that in your office, of course. You know, I've got the <laughs> color swatch for my wall. I've got pens. I've got, you know, that just in, in not even a minute, I named like, I don't know, 15, 20 things in yeah. the color orange. So if you play that for an entire day with your favorite color, you should easily find about a hundred items. It's not even about the number. It is about your brain learning to A, be distracted from the pain and not constantly just focus on the pain and B, polar opposite, to start focusing on what you actually love. So that's a super, super simple exercise to just train your brain to focus on something that you love. And the day after, I then get them to replace the favorite color with the emotion they miss the most, whether that's safety, go with that, whether that's love, go with that, whether that's, I don't know, you choose whatever emotion you miss the most and focus on that. If we go with a super generic example, love, we all need love in our lives. Uh, Focus on that. Where can you see love? That might be, I'm going to use my example right here, right now, my beautiful cat, staring at me through the office door going like when are you done let me in I'm not allowing her in because she is so loud (laughs) but I can feel so much love from my cat right now it's beautiful she's just staring at me through the glass door poor thing that can be a smile from a checkout cheek that can be a mom hugging her baby that can be you know friends hugging a couple walking hand in hand whatever that is for you focus on that and by focusing on what we want to see in the world, we invite more and more of that to come into our lives. So that is just a super, super simple, generic way. But, you know, I always just trust my intuition, whatever comes up when I'm sitting with that person. <laughs>